Oh, what's up, dudes? Dude, what's going on? My dudes. How you doing? Great. Yourself? Pretty good. Things are changing. It's getting uh, it's getting in the middle of that uh, that season. It's getting a little yeah. too cold out. It's a little I think. cold. Yeah. It's, yeah. What do you do? It's almost Halloween. <laughs> it is almost Halloween. It's gonna get real spooky up in here. Garrett and I got some big uh, spooky plans this yeah, weekend. You don't have uh, Halloween plans very often. I feel like no, not, not hardcore ones. Plans, no. And that's what this is gonna be. Uh, Luke Hammer. Different Luke from the yeah, podcast. Not the same Luke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Bachelor party. Bachelor party. Madison. Yeah. During Freak Fest. During <laughs> homecoming <laughs> football homecoming game. Homecoming football game against Iowa. It's gonna be. A, it's, it's gonna be a good time. A busy. I'm. I'm just gonna sit on a couch and just play video games. <laughs> that sounds like so much more fun. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, but I was like, can I just like drive on the DD? Yeah. <laughs> You said that uh, now, but I know you guys no, are just going to be going no, hard this time. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> yeah. We were dressing up as uh, The Rock in his turtleneck sweater with the gold like chain. The chain and like, yeah. Yeah, we got that on Friday. We were going to go as a bunch of Bob Rosses on Saturday. It's going to be good. Plot, but yeah. Or, yeah, the other way around. Sure. It's going to be a, a fun get-together with a bunch of dudes for a Halloween weekend. That's a full ensemble. Like yeah, that. that'll be fun. That's Luke, though. If you know Luke, you know he's going to go uh, all out. Yeah, there's going to be like 15 people yeah, right. <laughs> at that Airbnb. It's nuts. Um, uh, yeah, M- Madcast is back tonight. Madcast is back! Let's go! Yeah, so we waited out that on. We're going to put that on. Um, I don't have the guests in front of me, but... Um, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch, Tom Brady. Drew Brees. Drew Brees and, and Sue Bird. Bird. I mean, that's a great lineup. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to tonight's show. You know? Dude, the two Mannings talking to Brady. Ah, oh, it's going like, to be so good. They're just going like, to be talking shit the whole Eli's time. Eli's going to definitely throw in a terrible <laughs> dad joke about the Super Bowls. Oh, yeah, he's totally going to rip into them. Yeah. Uh, remember, uh, we played each other twice in the Super Bowl, didn't we? How'd that go? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm expecting a terrible Eli joke. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's always good for it. Yeah. That's why we watch. I'm glad it's back. It's uh, Monday Night Football is a lot better because of it. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. And then, uh, what else do I got? I, I, I didn't even think this was a major topic, but I just wanted <laughs> to continue uh, to uh, call out uh, league mate and uh, guest host Keaton for his, <laughs> his trash talk when it comes to trades. Two-time uh, guest host. Yeah. So I came to him with a trade offer this week, and you know he explained why he couldn't. I said that's cool, and I thought we were done texting. And then just like three minutes later, after our conversation's done, he goes, "I can't believe you traded Taylor," and I went off on him. I was like, "It's oh man!" I I I regret trading Taylor for Thielen, obviously. Given. What's happening in the NFL? You'd much rather take that. But but I I said, dude, it's like you don't know football if you if that trade blows you away. Taylor had fourteen six seven on one of the worst uh, teams in the league, and they were missing Quentin Nelson and Braden Smith going into Week Four. So like, if he has another bad game, he is like 
his value tanks. He's not an asset anymore. Four terrible games to start out the year on a terrible team. Right. I'm not going to get anyone for him. Um, oh, also, uh, he has a uh, week 14 bye, so he's going to be missing one playoff game. Um, that's like, wow. I don't want to go into the playoffs. Yeah, I didn't know there were bye weeks that late. Dude, there's, yeah. there's, there's, like, there's four teams on bye that week. Whoa. Like, there's going to be big players that won't play. Yeah. That's a game changer. It wow. is. I... Yeah. So... I'll look uh, these up now. Yeah. That's... Yeah. It's just, justified. I get it. Dude, there's definitely trades that I offered or discussed or contemplated taking or wanted to happen that I offered pre-now, and I would be like, I suck. Yeah. For sure. Like, you, you're not going to win every trade offer... But, like, <clears throat> I think if anyone ever makes a trade, um, like, they feel good about it, you know? Like, you wouldn't make a trade unless you're like, yeah, I think this is reasonable for my team to do because you've got justifications behind it. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, I, I see, I get it. I mean, it was at the time, you know, you didn't know about Naheem Hines and how much of a role he was going to have. He was kind of cutting in. Yeah, he was having everything. some good usage the first couple weeks. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I see both sides. I definitely, I know I, I was surprised, but at the same time, you know, it's all, I mean, it's all your own personal valuation of what's going on with the team, right? Like someone might have a rosy picture of the Colts that they were going to pick it back up. Obviously, you were out on the Colts offense. You were like, I don't yeah. think this is going to get any better, which is a totally fair assessment. And so, I mean, it's just, you know, that's the crazy thing about fantasy. It's just like, yeah, no, I it's... never talk crap about trades or anything because I know <laughs> it any time. Even people will say they won the trade. Like, even, like, Garrett, like, basically said he won the trade for the Debo David Harris. But, yeah. And right now, I mean, he clearly has. But who knows what happened second half. That could totally change, you know. And so, right. just like, there's, it's always so fluid and things change so quick in the NFL. It's just insane. So, I just, uh, no, I, I get it, man. Right, 100%. and I mean it kind of applies to all situations. Like, people don't make trades unless the, both sides agree to it. You know? Yeah, well, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, that's why you know, like vetoing, like commissioner vetoes, like that. Uh, that's why you know people will be like, oh, I should veto this trade because it's you know really this so lopsided, yeah. and then you'll see them, and then people, it'll, yeah, it'll just totally and, be wrong. Like, and you just never know on the front end. And it seems like half the time, you know, one side does better and the other half, the other side does better. Like, of what you thought would win the trade, you know? Oh, like, for sure. Trades. Guaranteed. Players change over the course of the year. NFL is always changing. People right. can score way more or way less, so. Or oh, never. Sure. Dude, I have tried to trade for Allen Robinson after week one and two. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, I he's going to pop guy. off with Justin Fields. Like, that couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, I, would, I think I was offering, like, Daryl at one point. Mm. Like oh, a wow. week in, like yeah. I take that upgrade, and I was declined. I was yeah. like, "Man, I'm so Thank happy you. I didn't do that." Oh right. man, that would be yeah. And that, it just, I think it's easy to get in the buy low, sell high mentality. You're thinking like, "Oh, you know," and it can get too caught up in that. And sometimes, you know, sometimes just looking at the talents. At what point the in the year have you had enough of a, a sample size where a guy that was like a sell high, you just realized? I should just hold this guy the rest of the season. I shouldn't be trying to sell this guy I drafted in the ninth round who now gets 15 every game, but you're like, he's the wide receiver three going into the year. You yeah, week, week, week two to three, I guess. If you've seen, you've seen three weeks of consistent play, I'd be like... You'd hold that guy the rest of the year? Probably. Wow. Depends how good it is. But, like, 
Debo, I traded after for after week two. Mm-hmm. He popped off for thirty one that next game. Yeah, I'm not selling. Sure, like I'm probably going to start Debo at that point. Well, I'm saying like a guy that's already like on your team that you thought was bad, but then like oh, like turned out to be good, and like you you were trying to sell them all year. And then you're like, you know what? I think Cordero Patterson is going to keep scoring 18 a game. I am going to hold on to Cordero Patterson. I'm not going to try to trade him this week. Right. And a lot of people are predicting the fall off, and you're you're seeing now like he's like taking over that backfield. It's, yeah, it's like it's crazy. I mean, fantasy is like literally trying to predict the future. I mean, that's yeah. literally what everyone's doing. Everyone has a different take on what it's going to be, and you're trying to predict the future. And that's just that's what's so fun about this that we're just like speculating, basically. Right. You know? Yeah, but I mean Allen Robinson stuff because like he's been the most consistent top end wide receiver for a long time, and the receiver situation has just totally tanked him, like just completely destroyed him. But then you could say you know, you you know, so there I normally I'm like I'll go for the talent over the situation, but in season long like if you get caught up with a hung with a bad quarterback, it's just like it could just totally destroy everything. So it's just who would you rather have? Marquise Hollywood Brown or Keenan Allen? I'd rather have Marquise Brown. Okay. I, I think I would lean that way because it's tough because it's another thing where Keenan Allen, he's still a stud and he's probably a buy low right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Marquise and Lamar have it going on right now and it's been yeah. a consistent for like even going back to last year. I know. But so would you guys say no that... It right took you three or four games to kind of switch their value in Not your head? Not necessarily, because Keenan's four bad games I don't feel as bad about. Okay. It's the it's the three good games that I saw that are like, I think I'm going to start him. It's yeah. A, it's three bad games by Keenan. That, necessarily, that doesn't necessarily like bring his value that far down, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. Probably be somebody else. I mean, flex over a different running back or something? I don't know. I'd still start Keenan every week. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Williams had his best stretch of games he'll have the whole year. But at the same time, he's been so consistently great. It's like, this could, it could just stay this way. Right. I mean, it's just like, it's... But, I mean, I would be confident in Keenan, though. He's still getting great targets. He might not be getting as high-value targets as Mike Williams. But, yeah, like, Marquise and Keenan, that took a long time to kind of judge how you were feeling about those guys, especially Marquise, because so many people were so burned by him for so long with just, like, injury issues and the low-volume passing game. And then now it's just, like, hard to believe that it's legit. But at this point, he is, like, rock solid. I mean, he's, like, borderline. He, you know, he can hit that top ten wide receiver level, which is insane. I mean, the, right. Yeah, I mean, he had 16, 20, and 7 his first three weeks. Okay. And I I almost guarantee you, if I would have asked you after week three, would you rather have Keenan Allen or, or Marquise Brown, you guys would have probably still said Keenan, Keenan Allen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but for now sure. that we're, we're through seven weeks of the season, we've got enough of a sample size to be confident to project out the rest of the year. Yeah. I. But like that's kind of like the, the science question of the day. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's inconsistency shown by Marquise. And you just still believing in Keenan. So, yeah, I think to make a flip like that, it could take five, six weeks. Okay. Yeah, it just depends because, like, some of them, like, I know, like, people that, they yeah, they know, like, week two, they're like, oh, this is this is for real. And people can just, like, sniff that out. And then there's these guys that you just have dead set impressions on that you, just, you know, like, Hollywood Brown, I always just viewed him as 
I, I mean, I just never, ever valued him. I didn't even think he was going to be a wide receiver. One, I thought he was just going to be a burner, you know, and so I always had a pretty negative impression. So you always got to be reevaluating those impressions you have on these players because it could change in a heartbeat. I agree. Yep. Great stuff, everybody. <laughs> feel great about that That's one. <laughs> some hard-hitting analysis <laughs> from, the, from the boys. Yeah. All right. Well, some fantasy football a little bit more, I guess, or this week. Um, some injuries that happened. Waller. Yeah, Waller ruled out yeah. Sunday, like, early afternoon, like right after the 12 games, I think, or right before the 12 noon games. Yeah, I think it was right after. It might have been after the noon games start, or, or at least that's, a, yeah. that's late for a lot of people going into this morning thinking Waller was probably a fine play. Right. That hurts. That hurts. I don't own any Waller now, shares, like, but that Foster Moreau is like actually, he, when he's played, he's played really well. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's, a, he's a good tight end. Um, and he obviously ends up having a great game. Like but a game you take from Waller any day. The thing is, like how many teams in fantasy football this week were able to drop a bench guy to pick up Foster Moreau? Uh, not many. <laughs> exactly. Like everyone's bench is bare bones this week. You got, you know, four guys on by. And two other guys that you're like, I can't drop those guys, but like, they're, they're, they could be a wide receiver three or four. They could be a running back three or four. I can't drop them. So you're going to drop those guys to pick up Foster Moreau? Right? No. I know, man. I mean, it was so weird just looking at the landscape this week with all these teams. Like, just looking and you just saw bye bye, injury bye bye. <laughs> people are like, I mean, in some cases, not even able to put out full rosters and things like that. It was just uh, this week, and the people are just paying up major on Fab. Yeah. Tried to get like just one usable guy. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It was, uh, there was one week where, <laughs> where I, I didn't start a wide receiver this week because I, I everyone else on my bench was on by. Right. Yeah. No, I had the same thing in our league. I mean, it's not crazy. necessarily. I had to bench. I had to cut like Corey Davis, which I didn't want to cut, but like I thought I could afford to. Yeah. You know, to try to get a win this week. Now I didn't get a win, so now I'm thinking like. Maybe I should have just done that. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. Garrett's still heartbroken about cutting Corey Davis. You know, the yeah. spark has been slowly burning out. But but by by uh, Corey Davis falling like a phoenix, uh, his his body was like reincarnated into yeah. Damian Harris because that other pick yeah. paid off. That other, dude, that other sleeper this year. Yeah. Damien Harris, beast. Dude. Yeah, it might just be a one-week thing. <laughs> the Patriots put up 52 points. That is insanity. The Patriots. the Patriots, I don't... I can't remember. Have they scored 52 since, like, the Randy Moss year? <laughs> I don't know that they've scored 52 combined this season going into the game. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. <laughs> they threw out some stat about how it was the first time the Jets had been beat by over 50 points since, like, 2007 or 2008 wow, or something like that. Which, if that's, you know, that's a Jets, like, that's saying something. They throw out some bad defenses. That's awful. Yeah, that's insane. So they got Mac Jones, the gunslinger, apparently. No, it was, it was funny because in that game, they, it was, like, all the running backs got all the receptions. Like, the leading receivers for both were, like, for down running backs. It was, like, golden. Yeah, yeah but... Other week going into the news. news. We do know uh, (laughs) Well, we talked about it last week with Zach Ertz. Yeah, got Um, to the Cardinals. Good week. Had a great week. Um, That's yeah, but uh, Deshaun Watson trade rumors. Yeah, for some reason. I should have won that one first. Yeah, no, whatever. For some reason, Deshaun Watson's name decided to 
pop itself back into the conversation this week. Yep. Um, I think the trade deadline is next week. Okay, so coming up soon. Yeah, People so they're talking about like he's. But it's, it's totally just his camp stirring up drama. They're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, we got lots of teams interested in Deshaun right now. Let's uh, we should probably trade for him." It's like, what? Why now? It's like all of a sudden, okay, we're about to sign it's imminent, and then it's like, it's like, like please, some other people bid for some things. Yeah, uh, like, none well, of these are specific. No. no one's like, it's it's definitely confirmed or anything. No, I get that, but th- that's. Trading for a cornerback midseason is kind of a big deal, so it's like I think there is rumblings. I think oh, he does. Sure. No. I think he. I think he could get traded. Nope. I think it's a pretty good chance. Um, it's I'm not, I know it's really bad in an organization to do that, but it sounds like he can play. Yeah. Like right now. Right. Like he he will won't not go on get, the commissioner's so exemplary. If you yes. play for him, he can play for you this year. Absolutely nuts. That crazy. he doesn't have, the, the, or he has the ability to play this year. The, the Texans don't even dress him. No, right? they do, but he just like walks through practice as the fourth team safety. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, <laughs> just tells the team he's sitting out this week. Yeah, he also he's, so he's been, inactive. He's been more him. Just as much him as it has been the organization. Like, we don't know if they would have played him or not. He was like, I refuse to play for the Texans. Exactly, but he's he's still on the active 53-man roster (laughs) because... So, yeah. And he's still getting paid his $11 million salary this year. Yeah. But I'm with you. I I do think he's going to get traded, and I think that um, it could be... I mean, I think it's going to be pretty soon here. And I, I do think it was all served up by his camp, but I think that people actually are... Bidding and it was interesting seeing the Panthers. Other all of a sudden there was just immediately after that that shitty game, like Dude, Donald <laughs> got benched. Yeah, for this. PJ Walker. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, go ahead though. But yeah, it's it's just crazy that all of a sudden immediately he reports that the Panthers are interested. Now, I I believe it. I, I believe it. I think that they're actually in on it. I don't believe that anyone is paying up a premium for Deshaun Watson right now. I think if a trade goes through, it's it be will for, not be for three first round picks. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see because it depends on how desperate these teams are feeling. I mean, like, for example, like Miami, you know, the, these owners, I mean, they've been in a perpetual rebuild for a long time. So that's why you see, like, all this uncertainty, like, all these people kind of, like, trashing Tua, even though it's like, dude, give the guy a chance, like, let him mm-hmm. develop. But they want they want to win right now. Like, they are, I could see Miami paying up huge. They have so much draft capital. Yeah. I could see him actually paying up huge for Deshaun Watson because they know he's a stud right out of the gates. And if they think that they're that he can play, they'll do it. But I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be wild seeing what comes out of this. I could be I could see either like you know not pennies, but like you said, less. Or I could see people paying just an insane amount. The fact that we don't know right now makes me think that it is not happening, and this is just all a bunch of. What, crap. If the, what if the owners know something that we don't know? I think they they might. Right, like, as well, far as like, exemption list. You're right, as far, as far as that, and like maybe what history of like punishment would be here, or if, if Roger Goodell said anything. Just, I mean, yeah, you don't think they're corrupt, but they might be. They're definitely corrupt. We talked about it last week. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about in terms of like that. I'm not. <laughs> we should call them all out by name right now. <laughs> I'm talking about that's being a shitty person is one thing. The other one is trying to gain more interest in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> corrupt. But I don't advise whether that corrupt. Oh man. No, I, I mean I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think that I don't think people are gonna pay up unless they know that he's not gonna be on the commissioner's exempt list until they figure out the 
all the court proceedings. So mm-hmm. depending on that, I think that depends on if you see that, that ASCII price, that's three first-round picks. Because some of these teams like Miami, they have the draft capital now. I mean, they could do it during leading up to the draft maybe, but I don't know. It seems more likely right now when they could use – I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see. But There's teams out there that could definitely use him if he yeah. was great to play. That'd be yeah. cool to see. I want to kind of want to see him go to the Panthers. I don't want to see him play. I don't want to see him play at all. He's a bad man who does bad things to people who don't deserve it. That's fair. <laughs> well, 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 but purely fantasy, fantasy purposes. <laughs> He's a good. He, you can pick him up, probably. I will not recommend you pick him up, but I will say whatever team does pick him up could be yours. Um. He's could be a pretty good fantasy football option this year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, that's that's the thing in you know, it's kind of like separating the the uh, in fantasy specifically separating the person from the the player. Sometimes you got to do it. I mean, you got Tyreek Hill out there. You got stuff with Zeke and others that have that has happened. There's a lot of people that have done some shitty things, and uh, Deshaun's the latest. So I mean, yeah. Sometimes you gotta look the other way, even if even if it feels dirty. <laughs> We're just trying to win a ship over here. Wow. Let's be honest. This guy throws out all of his morals for fantasy football. Dude, don't you own Deshaun Watson? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I have him in Dynasty. I'm pretty sure Watson. everyone here owns Deshaun Watson. So, <laughs> all right, let's keep going. Uh, so week seven. Yeah, week seven. That was last week. This yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh week two? You guys want to go over week two? Dude, it ended up being so much crazier than I anticipated it being. Every team had a high fantasy scores. Yeah, like, every game had high fantasy scores. I expected the scores to be an average of like ten or fifteen points worse this week. Yeah. But every game that did happen had a lot of high scoring things fantasy wise. They did. Oh man. Yeah. It seemed like everyone was like the main guy was all the targets were consolidated on the main guy or something, or then everyone just had big workloads. So it was good. Um, I've got two names that I want to say specifically: mm-hmm. uh, Cooper Cup. Oh yeah, w- weekly mention on this podcast. Man, we love that guy, uh, <laughs> dude. He's the real deal. Yeah. Like we knew he was, but like I was like, he can't it's sustain just... it. He sustains it like two more weeks. All gas, no brakes. Yeah. Like this guy dude. might break NFL records this year. Dude does not slow they, down. They build that offense like around him. Mm-hmm. Like he gets an insane amount of targets, insane amount of catches. Yeah, and it seems like every game it looks like he has like it's like the coverage broke down, but I think it's just Cooper Cup is so good that it, he always like and makes the coverage plays. break down. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just so good, and Stafford is so consistent. It's under, and he's actually healthy. Mm. And there's, are they saying that he's on track to beat Moss's touchdown record? Every record. Yes. That's, that's, <laughs> that is so crazy. The only he won't beat at this pace would be catches. But you know he's a real grinder out there. Yeah. He's like. He's a first in, last out kind of guy. <laughs> for real. Clutch <laughs> fail type. Super right. cup for you. Uh, the other one was Jamar Chase. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, Why did, did people hate on him pre-draft? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't so do any fantasy research until like late July, early August. And I was like going in with no fantasy research. Oh, I got to get Jamar Chase like... In the like third or fourth round potentially, because he could be like 
as good as he was in college. And then I read every fantasy expert and saw all the rankings. And he, his value just kept going down into the middle tiers. You know, not the number one option on his team. And, like, we saw all of this talent before, and then he took a year off. And now we're seeing all the talent again. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It was so weird. It was it was a universal, constant, just negativity coming out for, like, three weeks. And, it, you know, I think a mix of it was... You know, people just get caught up in the preseason, and they, you know, and they, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a, you know, it's a story. You know, it was a good storyline too, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then, I mean, and then part of it was the year off. But people look so. I mean, there's so many people that have egg on their face on this. I mean, he is coming in. He's like what the most yardage through seven games of all oh, time by a lot. <laughs> um, he, he's absolutely dominating. He. I, he Gets a 40 or 50 yard catch every game. But you're not that you're if you get a couple in a row, like you're supposed to, with odds are you're not going to get one again for a while. Like it's so hard to do that. Like a 50 plus yard touchdown, he does it almost every week. Dude, his, his 75 yard <laughs> touchdown this week was just a simple slant that he made three guys miss and just yeah. took it to the house. Yeah, it's like, unreal. Like, oh, I, that play was insane. And he had the gas too. Yeah. Like he had the slipperiness, the gas, the oh my gosh. He is he was great. He's like 20. 21, isn't he? I think he's like 21 or just turning 22. Yeah, he's yeah. super young. He's super young. It's, and he's oh, just coming man. off a major injury. Like, didn't play the year before. Insane. It just, like, it's so funny seeing such a massive flip from, like, everyone just being like, Jamar Chase, like, he's dropping everything, can't look at the ball with the lines and all that stuff, and then now he's just, like, breaking <laughs> yeah. every wide receiver. And, like, yeah. he's even, like, tweeting during this, like, get the fuck out of here, like, what do you guys know? And then he just goes off. <laughs> what a star. Yeah, no, he, he's been great, man. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think some guys filled in pretty well for the bye weeks. Um, Dearness Johnson, popular oh, start. He was, Gosh. like, people who got him were super happy because he was worth whatever he paid for him. Yeah. But, um, you know, he also was sort of slated as just the one-week filler, you know? So you spend 30% of your fab to get a running back, and he hit. I mean, he scored, what? 25 points. And he looks good. Yeah. He actually looked really good. I was very surprised. He, he, he's worth rostering the rest of the year, or at least until Kareem Hunt gets back, because yeah. if he gets on the field, he's, he's shown his ability to make plays. Yeah, I think he probably will. I mean, they're, they're not going to give the full load to Nick Chubb, especially coming off for injury. So I think, I mean, if you were really desperate at running back, or, I mean, Dearness could be just solid week in, week out, like running back, you know, low and running back too. I yeah. have no idea. It's... Yeah, it looks great. Let, let's say he fills that Kareem Hunt role basically exactly, and he gets 14 carries a game. Is that a guy that you'd be willing to trade for? That's hard. Probably not. That's hard. It's it's kind of like one of those things where you want to see what happens next week, and then you have to figure out the timeline of Hunt, which is going to be a few weeks. But then if you wait a week, the person that owns him probably is going to want to hold on to him. So it's like, do you yeah, maybe maybe done? You, I think Kareem is, is out, like, more than three weeks. Yeah, it's a decent amount of time. It was a pretty bad, like, mm-hmm. whatever whatever it was, calf thing. But, I mean, I think you almost have to, like, go to the Dearness owner and see if they're thinking about dropping him next week and don't realize that. No, but I don't think they would because Nick Chubb is 
they might think Nick Chubb is he injured. he'll be dropped but. in a quarter of the leagues that he was picked up in. Yeah, so maybe I, you could get him low for that if you think that they're gonna drop him at some point. But it's tough. But man, I was surprised. He looks good. I always thought he was just a jag, but. He looked pretty solid. He's, he's a solid brown. Above average. <laughs> he's, he's actually he's a brown. Your, he's not your average jag. <laughs> jag isn't just a guy. I probably should say my acronyms. Yeah. He's um, not a jaguar. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Swift still playing good. Damian Harris. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, all, all those guys look like, you know, the top back, you know, a startable top 18 guy this right. week. And I mean, For sure. There wasn't as many games out there, but they all put up big numbers this week, and that there's a trend of that over over time when they do get the bulk of the touches. So, right, um, those are those are. Would you sell them if you could sell them high? Maybe Damian Harris, but you'd you'd be holding DeAndre Swift and Elijah 100%. Mitchell the rest of the year. I think so. Wow. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I I do think. I think, especially with like Elijah Mitchell's case, I think Shanahan likes Elijah. He'll always be kind of the lead dog. I think that I could see Jeff Wilson coming back and taking that what Jamichael Hasty was doing, kind of that third third down back role, and then but he could start taking some goal line work. But either way, you're gonna even if he loses some work, he, you're still gonna want him on your bench. I mean, running backs are hard to come by, right? But yeah. I gotta say, DeAndre Swift, man, he. If if they even had a semi decent offense, I mean he would be. I mean he look he's looking like, I mean Kamara out there. He's getting like eight eight receptions a game, getting like a hundred yards, like a receiving back out there, and he just has a you know, he's like Kamara light right now, and I could see him actually becoming a top five running back. I mean he might even be in the top five right now, but that I mean just he's just insane. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I think he was number nine going into the week, so... Yeah, had a big week. Uh, dude, some bad performances. Week five, Patty. Patrick Chiefs, man. Mahomes. They're just... The safest quarterback play of the last 32 weeks yep. going into this year. I mean, he is a touchdown machine, low interceptions, and a good yardage. Right. And this week he had none of that. <laughs> yeah. He's been throwing a lot of picks this year, but the Chiefs' defense is terrible, so the game script is always going to be him passing the ball. I don't think that anyone that's holding Mahomes is looking to trade him after this performance. I, th- right. I think that his fantasy outlook the rest of the year is still as good as you know it usually is. Yeah, great. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, he's too good to be you know someone that you. Yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, he's Patrick Mahomes. Like, he's going <laughs> to figure it out. It's just weird looking at the Chiefs right now, and they just look so out of sync. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's up, but they're definitely not firing on all cylinders, clearly. And it's weird seeing Patty, like, forcing stuff and, and throwing more picks and turning over the ball. And it's just, like, really uncharacteristic. So I don't know if, I don't know if, like, do you know what, um, Andy Reid's brother or like son, it was his son, the his one that, son. that yep. had the car, like ran over that person or whatever. Yep. Do you know what his his position was on the team? What what coach he was? Yeah, because it's so. I mean, obviously, yes, you know, obviously they got completely blown out in the Super Bowl. I don't know if it was blown out, but they had a really tough time getting anything going. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, that was weighing on Andy's mind and things like that. But 
I just wonder if he also played a key role on the team that, that they're just off and add that with their bad defense and that's contributing, but it's just they're just it's very uncharacteristic. Yeah, I, I think that uh, he was their linebackers coach the last couple of years and defensive line before that. And oh, okay. So. I mean, that could be affecting their defense to some degree. Yeah, or the culture or something. I don't know. I mean, that's just one aspect of probably many things, but it's just, yeah, it's just you start looking for answers when a normally, like, amazing offense is just clearly out of sync. And then you also wonder about, like, Clyde or the running back of the Chiefs, like, the whole thing about them is situational, right? It's like the situation is so good, best offense in the league, but if they're a little out of sync right now, is, is that running back as valuable as it normally is, you know? It's a good question, you know? Clyde had looked pretty good in his last few games before he got hurt. Yeah. But um, if the game script doesn't go in the, the running back's favor, you know, does it does it hurt that value um, once he comes back? Yeah, I mean, you saw Daryl kind of pull a classic Clyde this week where, you know, he, got, he had that big game last week, but then since they were behind quickly and they just abandoned the run completely, and he only got like five carries. I think he only put up – he put up less than five points. Yeah, it, yeah. it, was, it was rough. So that was tough, but – and then Sam Darnold, obviously, that was – Ooh. Yeah, he uh, – <laughs> him and, and Daniel Jones had – you know, a lot of hype after the first two, first three weeks. They're like, wow, these guys, they they score a lot in fantasy. And, man, Sam Darnold, is, he's not score a lot in fantasy anymore. <laughs> I was I was excited for him because I, I root for all these kind of, like, discarded franchise quarterbacks and just hope, like, they find, like, a renaissance somewhere else. And so I was I was rooting for Sam Darnold. He came out swinging. And, you know, I kind of like – I always kind of like Matt Rule and the Panthers. So I was just like – yeah, okay, he's figured it out. This is awesome, but he's clearly been exposed. I I don't know. I mean, it sounds like they're immediately in on Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, they I might be just totally giving up on him. I don't know how much I believe of that, but, yeah, I guess the offense looks good when Christian McCaffrey's out there, and maybe that's enough pressure off the passing game that he can play well. Yeah. But oh, I don't sure. – he's kind of came back to reality that – the same old Darnold we we knew back in New York. Yeah, totally. And if, if those alleged rumors aren't aren't true, either way, I I know that Matt Rule's thinking like, oh man, is this the guy <laughs> right now? You know, at this, at this point. And then I, I mean, you can ask the same thing about Justin Fields too. I mean, it's way too early. You got to give the guy a chance to play. And, yep. You know, Matt Nagy and the play calling probably isn't helping one bit. But no. you know it. It does. It has been a struggle so far. I mean, it seems like right now the best rookie quarterback that's consist being consistent somewhat is uh, is Mac Jones, which is surprising. <laughs> the only one that's w- winning multiple games. Yeah, and he's. I mean, he looked obviously good last, the last week. I mean, mm-hmm. they set him up for success in the run game is strong, but you know he's probably him and Trevor Lawrence, and then you know, and then after that, I mean, Justin Fields doesn't look that great. Uh, Trey Lance, we'll see what happens, but that first start wasn't great, <laughs> that's no. for sure. Um, but yeah, interesting. Very. And then uh, well, we got the running backs. So we say Mike Davis, Damian Williams, Miles Sanders, Aaron Jones, Daryl Williams, Antonio Gibson, and Daryl Henderson. Was, yeah, was, those are a lot of guys that you had decent expectations of going into this week, but they all kind of put up a stinker. Yeah. Um, Miles Sanders got hurt. I don't know if we talked about that, but it looks like it could be a, a two to three week ankle injury. Yeah. Um, 
And I, that, that had to just kill your team, too. I saw I, – I was facing a team that had Miles Sanders and, you know, they get puts up, like, four points and then just done. And that just, yeah. that just hurts. And then you had Gibson only put up 5.6. Daryl put up, like, five. Mike Davis completely disappeared. Yeah, he's he's gotten in that potential droppable candidate category. Oh, for sure. I mean, it looks like Cordero's taken over. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to be – I mean, we've talked about it a little bit before, but I think he could end up being – that league winner type. I mean, just getting him for almost nothing because no one be- almost believed in the breakout after that first week. Like, I didn't no. pay up big for it. I didn't see many no. people pay up more than a 10, 15 fab. Yeah. But if you're, you know, a wide receiver two for the team and maybe wide receiver three, but you can still get those, like, you're running routes and you saw him get three touchdowns at one point. Oh, plus you're getting 15 carries. I mean, Oh my gosh! I mean, he could be like a twenty-five touch player if they keep this up. It's, it's it seems like they're like easing him in and they're giving him a bigger workload. Right? No, it's it's kind of shocking that he could continue this production all year, but he's given us no reason not to trust him, and and that pushes Mike Davis into a, a touchdown dependent short yardage back, and I don't know if that's worth rostering. And on, on a bad offense, like you don't even. I mean, I guess they've been picking it up lately. Actually, Matt Ryan's been doing a lot better, and they they can do good. In, Smash matchups, but like, I mean, it's tough. I mean, you almost got to hold on to him for the depth, but he was just the kind of high floor, anyways, high floor kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and then what else we got? We got it. wide receivers: Allen Robinson, Rondale Moore, Robbie Anderson, we had Odell, Brandon Cooks, and Julio. Bunch of big names again. A lot of people drafted as some of them their second, you know, even wide receiver one in some cases. If went RB heavy. And they all just put up big stinkers. Yeah, now the thing is, you know, a lot of those running backs we mentioned, we still have faith in. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they've they had good weeks this year, and, you know, we're like, this was just a down week, but they'll, they'll still be good. I don't know if you can say that about any of these wide receivers. <laughs> Allen Robinson, basically droppable. I mean, he just, that offense does not work, and he's not getting what he needs to, to be successful. And the rest of these wide receivers, Rondell Moore, Robbie Anderson, Odell, Julio, like, they haven't had, like, really any good weeks, maybe since, like, week one, and, yeah. I like, are you losing faith in all of them, you know? Yeah. I, I'd probably drop Robbie, I'd consider dropping Rondale, like, if you need space, Odell hasn't done anything, like, he's got a name, but, like... He's not better than a waiver guy right now. No. No, it's it's crazy. I mean, the two guys I could see bouncing back the most out of this are Brandon Cooks and Julio. But Julio's got that kind of like that old man wide receiver syndrome right now where he really just can't stay on the field. I mean, he's doing he's making solid plays when he's out there, but then he tweaks, you know, he gets back on after five games or something, and then he tweaks again halfway through the game, and he's out again. And it's, he just can't seem to stay on the field. Um he seemed, but and then Brandon Cooks. I mean, he's got that forty percent target share, or something <laughs> like they just they just Brandon Cooks is the offense. Yeah, and the, Ty, Ty Rod's coming back. Yeah, with so. Ty God coming back, that's, <laughs> Ty God baby. You know that should hopefully stabilize a couple more of the twenty targets he gets. He could be solid, make but, them catchable again. Yeah, and Robbie's been getting a lot of targets, but he has not had one good game except for that first game. So I. Even though he's been getting a huge, he's still been getting like double digit targets a lot of these games, but I still would don't have any faith. If it's not being figured out seven weeks in, it's I just think it it's pretty much over, especially when McCaffrey gets back. Yeah, we um, we all kind of just talked about sample size at the beginning of the the episode, and you know 
Robbie has shown for the last five, six weeks that he's just not a fantasy football asset. And so um, that's tough to see, but you you know that he has that, that ceiling. So yeah. don't don't be surprised if he gets added once he has a good game again, you know. That's what's tough, yeah, because you could drop him right now and be totally justifiable, but I can also see a path where all of a sudden these these passes are landing and he's just, you know, crushing it all of a sudden. So it's just, uh, it's crazy. Agreed. Fantasy man. Um, well, I know that um, the Vikings didn't have a game this week, but should we do a little uh, Vikings prep talk for next week? Yeah, man. I'm, uh, <laughs> whew. It sounds like Michael Pierce is playing, so I have a little bit Hell yeah. of an outlook. I'm feeling... I'm excited for this game. It's going to be a good one. Sunday Absolutely. Night. Both teams coming off by... Gonna be Halloween night. It's, it's gonna be a fun atmosphere. You know, got, got these high-powered offenses, and it, uh, you just hope for a good game. <laughs> Honestly, I want to look up tickets right now. <laughs> I mean, straight up, I, I'm kind of like, oh, this is that Minnesota. We have the luxury of living close, and I would say 30 minutes before kickoff, you'll always get them for cheaper than if you bought them the week beforehand. That's exact. That's what I'm going to then, do. But then you feel like living a little dangerously. But if you're, if you're, if you're worth, I mean, you know, if it's worth it to you to save half off those tickets, but there's a one in like 20 chance they sell out. It's, you know, <laughs> it's about diamond hands. You just got to hold the whole way through and just stay strong. And, yep. you know, you take your lumps when you take them. That's just, that's just how we do it. But, I'm, uh, no, man, I mean, this is going to be a great game. I'm excited. I'm a little worried about Patrick Peterson just yeah, being he's gone. <laughs> out. I mean, who's going to be our number, who's going to be our ex-corner? Will it be, will it be Dantzler or will it be? Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be Dantzler and Breland and then Max staying in the slot. Okay. And, and if, Boyd. If, yeah, we got Boyd, who's got some experience in the backhand, and is Harrison Hand our last corner? I don't know if he's even still with the team. Um, he's more on the... Yeah, but either way, we're going to be diving into the depth. It's yeah. tough. I'm nervous about Dantzler on Amari and CD in general and Bashad on them. So I, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I'm almost leaning towards this is going to have to be a shootout situation that we can win, but I feel like the offense has to be in full uh, full ignition, full... <laughs> yeah, so, so week two, we played the, the Cardinals, and that was a shootout that we should have won. And then uh, week three, I don't know, four, whenever we played the Browns, people thought that one might be a shootout and it was a defensive battle. This one, I think it's got to be shootout. <laughs> I don't think either team's defense has shown enough to stop teams this year, uh, especially high-powered offenses. So um, I think that, that the fans will like all primetime games this year, be treated with just another great one. I think it's going to be high scoring, and it could come down to which team has the ball last. Oh, I know. It's it's going to – because, you know, both teams kind of like to run. You know, they like to establish the run, but I just think our defense is almost like a pass-funnel defense right now. We'll see. I mean, obviously we've yet to see since Patrick Peterson is out, but it just seems like with Pierce back and that D-line – we might stop a couple runs and they might just start throwing it. And, you know, when you got Amari and, and you know, they'll see open receivers, right? So, I, you know, I just feel like it's going to end up that way. We'll see. It's going to be 
I don't know. I'm just pumped. I hope. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope we can. I can find some cheap tickets. If, if the Vikings are up 14 in the third quarter, don't be surprised when it's tied later in the third or fourth quarter. Like when we go into our prevent D, if we had a lead, the other team always still has a chance to come back. Like we've seen it a bunch of times this year. We've had a big lead. We've lost it. The Cowboys are better than those teams. The Lions and the Panthers and. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I think we have a shot. I mean, we play too yeah. close. Um, I wouldn't bet on us even at home. I think we're probably still going to lose the game. Unfortunately, I'm optimistic going to the game, and I'm excited to watch. But I don't know. That dude, that Dallas offense is really good. Yeah, it's well. The we defense were, is looking good too. Yeah, we were talking about how it's going to be. We think it could be just like a straight shootout. It could yeah, be. Last team who has the ball wins the game. That could be for sure. I'm just yeah, hoping that this plays games like that. I'd love to see it. Oh, I know. I I'm gonna just start full gunslinger, scorched earth, Kirk. Uh, but I'm I'm just ho- hoping um, coming off the bye, we figured some things out. We feel like we catch our breath and we stop having these crazy like take months off your life finishes, and we just have a nice clean game, and everyone's happy in Kumbaya, and we just have a nice relaxing Halloween. Because <laughs> I could use it after all these. These wild finishes lately. <laughs> Absolutely. It was nice to not have that feeling this Sunday. <laughs> Team's on by. I didn't have to like have my heart race yeah, all day. I watched the least NFL I watched all season <laughs> this week. It was just like it was just like a one week cleanse. It was yeah. just like you know what? I need to not watch the NFL for a weekend. Right. I caught like an hour, hour and a half only. And then like I was watching like um, I was talking to you about it earlier. Um, Squid Game. Yeah. So I'm getting caught up on that. I'm on like in like episode five or six, and then um, last night, super randomly, we watched Coraline. Okay. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen? I've never seen it. It's got weird art. It's I ha- like I had, a Tim Burton film. I right? hadn't seen it either, and it was uh, very interesting. Okay. I mean, it's it's a kids movie, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's animated. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, I think it's. Maybe a little scary for like young kids, but gotcha. Yeah, it was not a Tim Burton film, but no. it was a Tim Burton uh, descendant. Ooh. So you know, kind of bring it back to football coaches. He's from the <laughs> Tim Burton tree <laughs> of coaches. <laughs> Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I, yes, I love that. But yeah, no, the, the bye week was so nice just to let me. <laughs> Cleanse. Just to let seek me cleanse. some clarity. Yeah, <laughs> All the crazy news that's coming out all the time. Oh, man. Percent odds you guys go to the game? Uh, I'm getting... They're slowly rising as we speak. Like, I was at, like, 30% before I sat down, and now I'm at, like, 72. So. Love that. Um, <laughs> We're going to be coming back from a trip yeah, I from know, Wisconsin I know, I know. that like, morning. Three. 3% that yeah. you go to the game? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm sitting at 51 right now. 51. Yeah. Yeah, mine's pretty low. <laughs> 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 I like the honesty. That's key because I mean, driving back from Wisconsin, I get that from uh, Friday night. Oh man, y'all gonna be getting freaky at Freak Fest. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're all real freaky. <laughs> real freaky night. <laughs> oh, you want to say that one more time? <laughs> I wish I could say that. Great dodgeball quote. <laughs> Uh, we might have to turn that on after this. <laughs> we don't even care about Monday Night Football. We're all on the dodgeball. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I think that we're just all expecting a good Vikings game. Should we talk about any other games for next week? Dude, there's going to be some good ones. Finally, let's go. Yeah, I, I'm actually excited about this week, too. There's too many blowouts this last week. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, starting off Thursday night, Packers at Cardinals. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a pretty sweet Thursday night game. I don't know if I'll catch it, but... Um, Devontae Adams is placed on the COVID list, and Ooh. it's going to be a tight schedule on if he'll get activated or not. Yikes. Initial report? Probably not activated by Thursday. Wow. I think, I, think, I, think he, I think there's enough time where he will be activated. I thought that initial report sounded a little like, are you sure? Yeah. Um, but, you know, they take the COVID list seriously, and if he doesn't get activated, that changes the it's a big game fantasy outlook for 100%. sure. 100%. Yeah, it does. I think Aaron Rodgers will be fine in that one, obviously, with or without Devontae. Okay. Um. I think it's going to be high scoring. Should, should, should be a good game at Arizona. That'll be fun. Yeah, with Devontae, I picked the Packers eight times out of ten. Yeah. Without Devontae, probably back to the Cardinals being the favorite, but it could still be a really close game that goes either way, I guess. Yep. Oh, yeah. I think I saw something, if you are the Devontae Adams owner, at least I think Marcos Valdez scaling is set to be... Returning? Yeah, to be active, yeah, activated off of IR. So at least you know you have a quick pivot if you need it. But that's yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, hopefully he can play. I mean, it's just better when Devontae Adams is playing. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I guess before we talk about any other games, uh, to bring it kind of back to fantasy, the two teams on by this week are the Ravens and Raiders. That's right. So. Not as many games on by, so you probably won't be in as big of pinch of, for, waiver. for waivers and who to yeah, start this week. True. Yeah. Um, so if you have to make a Thursday night decision, it's not as hard this week. No, yeah. it's really not. You might have to figure out tight end early with uh, two of the top, you know, kind of top five guys being out. Um, but other than that, at least it's, yeah, it's a two team instead of half the league. <laughs> That's right. nice. Yeah. Yeah, it could definitely be worse. Uh, Patriots Chargers I think that was interesting coming off the uh, Jets game for the Patriots like, yeah putting up 52 were the, were the Jets that bad or just, can this can this offense work uh-huh. and man they could they could play the Chargers close the Patriots might not be as bad as we think they are yeah and you never know what Chargers team you'll get it's right. usually a good one yeah um, but they've got good defensive performances and good offensive performances they haven't really had like elite performances like to show history of it yet this year right um but should be a good a good game i guess <laughs> yeah um we've got buccaneer saints that'd be a good one does uh does we'll, brady, we'll see how the saints yeah play tonight. does brady throw for like another five <laughs> touchdowns next week <laughs> i'd probably bet on it i mean i don't think the saints are all that good, and I think that Tom Brady is the QB one in the NFL this year. He is. It's yeah. nuts. It's nuts. In um, fantasy, the guy is 40, 44, doesn't rush except for he, he'll still squeak in for one of those like QB sneak touchdowns. And he, it's it's just like he reincarnated in some like some young dude's body, and he still has like the brain of Tom Brady. And he just still just like keeps firing. He's just like a super cyborg quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> I, I recommend to everyone out there right now. Doesn't matter if you're a fantasy football fan or a movie fan. 
you need to go watch South Park's episode where they try to steal Tom Brady's poop because it is it gives you superpowers if you if you if you get his DNA and it that's incredible and it is an episode entirely devoted to the theme of the movie Dune well the book series Dune Dune just came out in theaters and it's all about the spice melange and that's Tom Brady in the South Park episode. Go watch Dune. Go watch South Park. All right. I love well, it. I'm, right when I shut this, right when we're done with this, I'm, that's what I'm going to do first thing. Yeah. I'm ready. I get some Vikings tickets. I'm going to watch the South Park episode about Tom Brady's poop. There yeah. you go. That, that's the, the, the advice. Upcoming Sunday? What's that? The episode's already out? No, the episode's already out. Yeah. It's, it's from a couple seasons ago, gotcha. I think. Okay, okay. Gotcha. I like that. Um... The last one of the week that's yes notable is Monday night. It's not. It's not going to be a great game. I mean, I don't think. Maybe it could. Maybe. Uh, Giants Chiefs. The Giants defense is better than. They're not terrible. Yeah, and, and their offense the, has the highs offense and lows. Has potential. The yep. Chiefs defense has been god awful. <laughs> I just I can't figure how a Chiefs primetime game would be bad right. because they're going to let up points. Yeah, and Patrick's going to put up points. So, yeah. That sh- that could hopefully still be a fun game, even though the Giants aren't thought of as a very fun team to watch. This is, it seems like with where the Chiefs are at right now and the Giants, like I could see some crazy upset at this point. Like sure. I, could, I don't know what it is, but the Chiefs seem so vulnerable. Right? It's bold, it happens, but we need to get Justin on the pod. Oh man! <laughs> will immediately our get Giants team. beat Patty. Oh man! Our we, are getting, hedge. we are getting Justin and Jesse. We're just together. They yeah, can call no, them together. They can call in the diehard Chiefs fans. Man, that would be a, a tough loss to take next Monday night. <laughs> I gotta say though, it was kind of weird seeing uh, the Chiefs D kind of stifle Derrick Henry. That was very odd. Even kind though, of, the, yeah. I mean, it still set up the play action, they crush, and it's like, you, but just twenty nine carries for eighty nine when he's just been going crazy. The Chiefs D has been so bad. I just thought that was kind of funny that it was weird that his one kind of down game, which is still incredible, because he, he threw a touchdown. He too. threw a touchdown. <laughs> but his down game was against the Chiefs D. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was still a great game, and he had great usage in the offense work the whole game, because... Oh, totally. But, like, he was still able to produce fantasy worthiness. That's his right. floor. <laughs> and if he can't get a touchdown on the ground, he's going to throw one, apparently. So the guy's unreal. Yeah. Um... I just realized, I don't know if we talked about our league at all. Um, how, oh, damn. Yeah, how our league is shaping up this week. Are all the games done? What's the outlook going forward here? Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, I got beat again, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Chris got a big win over me. Um, I was in one of those bi-week situations where I was putting out a pretty, pretty bad lineup. So was he. I still scored 106. It's respectable this yeah, week. Yeah, on a bet with a bad lineup, I was okay with that. Um, Chris puts up a huge like 143. Yeah, he got Kenyon Drake off waivers, and he, he had a good game. Um, Mike Evans went off. Mike Evans had three <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so I was okay. I didn't want to take the L, obviously, but. I was in so a very, wasn't my best lineup. Yeah, I was in a very similar situation. My entire bench is basically buys, and then I, I think Tyler Lockett was playing tonight. But, yeah, I I thought there was maybe a 20% chance I had of winning this week going into it, and then um, 
about five minutes into the noon games, <laughs> I said, never mind, there's no chance. <laughs> just immediately. Just immediately. <laughs> he gets two touchdowns in the first five minutes from his, his best players. I said, okay, this week, we're chalked. Yep. Yeah, they're um, walking in anyone in the shower. That's the key, you know. And she, I, yeah. I gotta say, it's gotta be nice to oh. get the bye week stuff done early, though. I think it's at least, at least you get it all done in one week. You have the loss. That's you true. take the L. Yeah, the okay, rest of the week. Yeah, we're feeling yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Eric over Mitch. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt over Tom. Um, and then there's one tight matchup. Um, kind of tight. But I can't say too much because I. Uh, <laughs> You don't yeah, want to steal. We're not going to get there again this week. Um, Braden needs 12 from Kamara and Alex Collins. That's it? Just 12 um, points? Yeah. And then because Keaton didn't start a tight end or a defense. That is insanity. <laughs> so, yeah, we talked about that, but, yeah. Did we talk about that? Did we not talk about that? We no. talked about Keaton. We didn't talk about We didn't talk about We have not Keaton. talked about that yet. By the way, I still think I might lose this matchup. So no, it'll sure. be the yeah, absolute worst uh, yeah. thing in the world if I lose to Keaton minus a tight end and, and a defense. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if like my heart could take it, but um, yeah, it's it's a little you know this should be a gimme for me, but it's uh, that's like fifteen points just if you added an average waiver and average tight end that you're you're giving up, but by not starting a full roster. And that looks like it could be within the margin of, of win-loss versus you tonight. And uh, what what would your record bump up to? Uh, we go up to 4-3. and three, which Okay. Yeah. And so, based on how my team is playing right now and all the people I had out, it is a poor week. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely but you move into that top five spot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's... there's We have two guys at 6-1, and one, two guys at 4-3. and three. Um, a bunch at three and four, and then a couple guys down at the the way bottom. Seven weeks into the season, I just I don't know if you can afford to to just throw away matchups and not start a full lineup. Yeah, I, I mean I get it. There was no one to drop, yeah. but and like you you easily could have made a trade or drop someone that you didn't want to drop to. Try and get a win he when you desperately to, he need didn't a try win. He tried to trade me Sony Michelle so he could maybe oh, get something yeah. that was on. Like not. Wow. <laughs> Everyone really <laughs> wants Sony Michelle. Thanks for that offer, Keaton. Good job. No, I know, I know, my man Keaton. He wants to be, you know, he wants to have the leverage in this situation. He wants to get a good trade. He's taking, well, maybe taking the L, trying to take the L, and is good with it. Is just gonna t- move forward. But I, uh, I mean, honestly, he could. St- I'm not feeling good, man. We're already a quarter in, oh, and I got a total of 3.3 points. Yeah, that's all you need per quarter. You yeah. need 12 points. <laughs> we'll see. If and, and one of those guys gets a touchdown. <laughs> then you only need three more points. That's yeah. true. That's true. I just uh, They got a weird rotation, I think, going on at running back. You had Geno Smith playing for Alex Collins. Alex Collins has been hurt, and then the Saints offense has been just a stink pile. So oh, <laughs> did, did Penny get announced as a starter? Uh, no, I think it's been mostly Collins so far with rush attempts, but they said that Pete said he was going to be a part of the rotation. So yeah. they're making it sound like they're going to get everyone involved. Like, Gotcha. Uh, it looks like Penny's out there now, but... Um, I'm still having not beat up as much. I get that. I'm, ex- yeah. I'm excited to see how this uh, this game turns out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, stay tuned. See if Keaton beats me without a tight end and a defense. Uh, and I will cry myself to sleep yeah, if we'll that's make, the case. We'll make you a plaque for that <laughs> to celebrate that event. <laughs> I'll go get some fried chicken or something and just like cry in my own tears and just think about it. 
Okay. Well, I think that's all we got. That's all we got. <laughs> We're going to finish up fried chicken and drowning in tears. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Oh, one last thing. If uh, Khalil Herbert's in your league, go at him. Yes. <laughs> go at him, baby. All right. Uh, later, dudes. <laughs>